So we're back again with another one and today we're talking about surrendering all. What does it truly mean to surrender all? What does it truly mean to put everything that concerns you on the altar of sacrifice? See, because we've heard it in the songs, unto Jesus I surrender all, Lord I give you my heart, etc. But what does it truly mean to put everything on the altar of sacrifice? The Bible puts it like this in Luke chapter 9 verse 23. Jesus says it clearly, he says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. If anyone desires to come after me, let him what deny himself and take up his cross when? Daily and follow me. See, the cross was a place of sacrifice and surrender. The Bible says of Jesus that he willingly laid down his life, not that it was taken from him, but he laid down his life for us. See, so there's two dimensions to surrender in all. One is taking a position of surrender and one is constantly surrendering. When you give your life to Christ and you say, Lord, I give you my heart, or Lord, come into my life, Lord, you know, I want you to be Lord over my life, etc. You assume the position of sacrifice where you say everything, Lord, I have and everything I am, I give it onto you and I take eternal life. But in the same day, that sacrifice and that position of sacrifice is going to be contested on a daily basis. Let's look at it in the life of Jesus. The same Jesus that was tempted over a period of 40 days and 40 nights by Satan, where the devil tried to tempt his identity, his understanding of the scriptures, and his willingness to put earthly pleasures on the line for the sake of God, asking him, like, look, Jesus, I can give you money and fame. The same temptations that he's tempting people with today, saying, look, Jesus, I can give you money, I can give you fame, I can give you a reputation where people really care about you. People really, really get me, put you on a pedestal. And Jesus said, you know what? It is written that you shall not worship anybody but the Lord your God only. And Jesus said, no, that same Jesus, when he was about to go to the cross, the Bible says that his soul was exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. So much so that Jesus had to spend three hours praying, re-consecrating himself unto God and saying, Lord, yes, I've taken this position of sacrifice. I came into this earth in sacrifice and surrendering all. I laid aside my godly majesty and I came into this earth for these people. But the way I'm feeling right now, Lord, I need your strength. The same Jesus that overcame before had to overcome again. Why? Because there's two dimensions to surrender in all. You assume the position of sacrifice, but it's also a daily occurrence. So the Bible says, deny himself. That's the position of sacrifice. And take up his cross daily and follow me. Because the cross is that place of surrender. The cross is that place where it says, you know what? I'm not thinking about myself anymore, but Lord, your will comes first. That's the place of surrender daily. The place of surrender where God says to you, you know what? I know you don't like being in the public, but I need you to start that YouTube channel. And you say, God, you know what? I don't really feel like it, but because you have said so, I'm going to give it my all. Let's go, God. Let's do this. That daily occurrence where you've just got a new job or you're doing your degree or your master's. And God says, you know what? I know you have exams. I know you have a master's to do. But by the way, I gave you that master's. I need you to start praying more. Yes, do the master's. Be excellent. But I need you to start praying more. I need you to start reading your Bible more. You say, God, you know what? I'm spending so much time revising, but I'm going to place my time on the altar daily. God, I'm afraid to evangelize. And God says, you know what? I know you feel afraid, but I've given you the spirit of boldness. Please, I need you to start talking to people on the street. And you say, God, you know what? I don't feel bold, but Lord, let's go. The place of sacrifice daily or the place of forgiveness. God says, you know what? I know that person did wrong to you, but I want you to go to them and I want you to reconcile. Why? Because the scripture says that when someone has something against you, not you against them, but against you, 
leave your offering at the altar and go and try and reconcile with them first before you come and give me an offering. Well, that puts your pride on the altar. That puts your ego on the altar. Many people have said, okay, cool. If someone does this to me, cool, I'm forgetting you. You're out of my life. But in the design of God, he says, go and leave your offering at the altar. Go to them, even though they've done wrong to you. Put your pride on the altar daily. At work, they're not respecting you. They keep talking to you in a certain way. But I want you to conduct yourself in righteousness and dignity. Don't start gossiping about them to other people. You can come to me and talk to me as your father, yes. You can pray to God, yes. You can start praying to God and talking to him, saying, God, how do I deal with this? But don't start gossiping about them. Taking up your cross daily. It's a position of sacrifice where you say yes to God every single time. You assume the position when you give your life to Christ, but sacrifice and surrendering all is manifested consistently in daily activities. So the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 1 puts it like this in the Amplified Version. It says, I appeal to you therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God. Remember Paul's talking to Christians here. To make a decisive dedication of your bodies. That's a position of sacrifice. Presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice. That's, that's the daily manifestation. Holy, devoted, consecrated and well-pleasing unto God. Which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. So what does God want on the altar? Simple answer, everything. <laughs> everything. He says presenting all your members and your faculties. Because sometimes when we look at surrendering all, we just say, okay, cool. God, you know what? I'm not living a life of sin anymore. I surrender all. I give you everything. But God wants your time on the altar. God wants the way you dress on the altar of sacrifice. God wants your mindset. The Bible says, and faculties. God wants your mindset on the altar. Now, how can God want your mindset on the altar? So let's look at someone like Gideon. Gideon was a fearful person. Even when God, the angel came to him and said, listen, you mighty man of valor, we're going to come and use you, you know, to, to deliver the Israelites. He said, what? My clan is the weakest. I am the, I'm the weakest in the clan. I'm not able to do this. He was a person of fear. He was a fearful person. And God said, okay, cool. You know what? You're a fearful person, but I have called you. I want you to put that mindset of fear on the altar of sacrifice and do what I want you to do. And why is this necessary? Because the relationship we have with God is we work with him. He is our father and we are his children, yes. But we work with God. God can't force you to do something. Maybe in theory he can force you to do something, but in practicality he can't force you to do anything. So you work with God. And if you don't put everything on the altar of sacrifice, it's like hitting the self-destruct button. Because with God, all things are possible. But for all things to be possible, you have to work with him. You have to allow him to work through your life. Many times in church circles, we, we pray the prayer that God, you know, my purpose must come to pass in Jesus name, etc. And that's, you know, that's fine. Pray that. But without obedience, the purpose can't come to pass because God can only work through what you allow him to do. You are a vessel. The Bible says he is a potter and we are the clay. The clay never says no. The clay never says no. So when we talk about surrender and sacrifice, it's consistent yeses. Consistent yeses. If you want God to work through you the way he does, you have to put everything on the altar. You have to say yes. So the next time God tells you to do something, you don't look at your inabilities, but look at his abilities. Jesus said it perfect to Paul when he said, in your weakness, my strength is perfected. Basically saying, yes, Paul, you may feel weak, but when you start to feel weak, my strength starts to kick in. Because you're not doing this alone, we're doing it together. We are in a dual working relationship with God. Yes, he's our father and yes, he's God and we are his children. But he works through us. So the actuality of a relationship with God is not 
a commander or a remote control and a robot. It's the potter and the clay. The clay is submitted entirely to the potter. So what the potter decides, the clay does. A robot has no thinking process, has no say-so in it. But then the potter and the clay has a dual working relationship. In the way that the potter works, that's how the clay comes out. That's why your sacrifice is necessary. Some people have said, I don't feel like God is using me. Why isn't God using me? Well, first of all, you have to lay everything on the altar. Because for God to be able to use you, you have to say yes. Some people say, Emmanuel, I'm a bit frustrated. Like, I don't know, I want my purpose to come to pass. Cool. If you want your purpose to come to pass, you have to be willing to say yes at every stage because purpose is progressive. Every step you take in obedience is in the direction of your purpose. In obedience to God anyway, is in direction of your purpose. So you have to stay obedient. You have to place everything on the altar. Yes, God has given you a job now, but don't let that take away from what he has called you to do. It's all part of it. Yes, now you're going to be an academic and you're studying for a PhD. That's fine. Put in the work and be excellent. It's part of your purpose. Don't let it take you away from your time of prayer with God. You have to start putting your time on the altar now. God has told you to start a ministry. God has told you to start this and start that. You don't feel like you're adequate. Okay, but look to his ability rather than your inabilities because you're doing it together. As long as you say yes, you have access to unlimited power. As long as you say yes, you have access to unlimited ability. That's why when Jesus went to God and said, God, if there's any other way, take this cup away from me, but not my will, your will be done. The Bible says the angels came and strengthened him because Jesus wasn't doing it alone. Jesus came to the point where it's like, if I'm going to do this alone, I won't be able to do this. And I know that sounds like a mad statement, but we need to understand that when Jesus came to earth, he laid aside his godly majesty. He didn't come to earth as in his godly powers. He came to earth in human form, laid aside his godly abilities. The Bible says in the book of Philippians 2, verse 7 to 9, Jesus laid aside his godly majesty. He didn't consider it robbery, being equal with God, but to lay it aside for you and me. He showed us the pattern of what is possible when you consistently say yes to God. The Bible says of Jesus that he was obedient to who? To God. Up until the cross. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 14, Jesus said, the father in me, he does the works. He does the works. Showing us the pattern. So we need to understand that Jesus laid aside his godly abilities and majesty. As the Bible says in Philippians 2 verse 7 to 9. So when he was about to go to the cross, he had real emotions. Emotions like, is this really possible? Can I really do this? But because of the dual working relationship between him and God, the Bible says the angels came and strengthened him. The same thing that he said to Paul, Jesus went through himself. Jesus said to Paul, in your weakness, my strength is made perfected. And when Jesus felt weak, God's strength was made perfected in him. Because he was willing to say yes. Jesus didn't just say, God, if there's any other way, take this cup away from me. He ended it by saying, but not my will, but your will be done. Essentially saying, Lord, I don't feel like it, but I'm putting my life on the altar. I made that sacrifice in the beginning when I came to earth. I took the position of sacrifice. Now I'm taking up my cross daily and literally about to take up my cross. Everything is on the altar of sacrifice. We've even spoken about purpose, spoken about God using you. But even if you want God to do certain things in your life, you have to put everything on the altar of sacrifice. Because when you don't sacrifice, when you don't surrender all, you stop his move. You can stifle the expression of God by saying no. Many people stifle the expression of God by saying no. That's why this is such an important thing. Because the expression of God is necessary for every single aspect of life. 
what God wants to do in you, through you and for you. It's vital that you say yes. So you've spoken about why, you've spoken about what does it mean, you've spoken about what does God want me to put on the altar. Now what's the next step I take? The next step you take is to say yes. Take the position of sacrifice first. Make a decision, a decisive dedication and say, God, I give you all of me. So now it's not just a song that has come from your mind, but it's a heart decision. God, I give you everything. Then, by his grace and his strength, you make daily consistent decisions to be obedient to everything he asks you to do. Everything. If you mess up now, it doesn't mean, okay, cool, you're a horrible person and, oh gosh, I missed it one time. No, you ask for forgiveness, you come back in line. But everything has to come in line with that decision you made in the beginning, that position of sacrifice. You make it a daily decision that, Lord, whatever you want of me, I'm here to say yes. Yes, I've got a lot of work doing, but you want me to manage my time more so I can pray more? Cool, that's what I'm going to do. God, I feel a bit nervous going to evangelise, but you want me to go and evangelise? Cool, that's what I'm going to do. God, I've just come to this church and I thought my gifting was to preach or to sing, but they've asked me to clean. Cool, I love you, let's go. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Everything on the altar of sacrifice. Surrendering all. Surrendering all. And once you assume that position of surrendering all, you make that daily decision. Cool, I'm surrendering all every single day. Let's keep on going, let's keep on going. And I just end by saying this again, that you primarily assume the position of sacrifice, but you take up your cross daily, daily, daily. Everything that God wants of you, just say yes.